everyone. I bet I that's why I'm back. That's why I'm back doing a second episode for one week because it's Earth Day and you guys deserve an Earth Day treat. Also, I'm trying to get back in your good graces as the best podcast host ever after I continuously just like skip a week for fun and I don't say anything about it. So this is making up for that too. But happy Earth Day. I hope you are able to get outside and enjoy this beautiful, beautiful planet in some capacity, in some way, shape or form. Um, I know what you're thinking by the title of this episode. You're saying, girl, haven't you done this exact same podcast episode like six times now? And to that I say, yeah, (laughs) yep, I have. But this one's different. This one, I'm reading other people's unpopular opinions and I'm deciding whether or not they're absolutely heinous or do I agree with them? Should they remain unpopular? You know how it is. So we're going to read those. Those are from Reddit, obviously. What else am I doing with my life? That was so loud. Sorry, I just banged the table, but okay. Anyways, I'm in a really good mood. Um, although I will say these allergies are kicking my ass. I think I said that the last time I recorded, but they are kicking my ass. Like I, I hate it a lot. Um, I know allergy medicine works, so don't even don't even go there. Um, allergy medicine does not work at all. I've tried three different kinds and they're all terrible. Um, so I'm not feeling great about that, but you know, you know how it be, you know how it be. Um, anyways, quick question for you, quick question for you listening. Have you rated the podcast on Spotify or Apple podcasts? Have you done that yet? Cause you probably haven't because I see how many people listen and I see how many ratings we have. Just something if you, I just want to let you guys know my birthday is coming up. I will accept birthday gifts in the form of reviews or ratings on the podcast. So I will be tracking those numbers. If they don't go up, I will cry because I will assume that you hate me and you want me to cry on my birthday. Is that what you want? I don't know. Kind of weird guys. Kind of weird. Um, Let's get into it. Let's get into these unpopular opinions. I have so many of them, so we just have to kick it off with a bang. The first one says, sucking on chocolate is better than chewing it. The way it melts in your mouth is glorious. And then you get to savor the flavor longer, not to mention the chocolate as a whole lasts longer. Overall, sucking is superior to chewing and you can't change my mind. Okay, weirdly, I have to agree with them. In theory, in theory, sucking on chocolate is better because it does melt in your... It's just... It, it is. It's a really good feeling and it does make it the flavor last longer. I agree with that. I think it's kind of rogue as a statement on its own. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like, do I agree with it? Yes. Would I ever be like, oh, look at you just chomping on that chocolate bar. Why don't you try sucking on it? No, I would never say that. And I think where that comes from is I'm self-aware and I don't want people to think I'm really weird. So overall, it's a good it's a good opinion, but you should never voice it, I feel like, personally. This one. Okay, sauces are overrated. I've always hated any type of sauce slash dressing on my foods, and most people are shocked when I say this. I enjoy McDonald's chicken nuggets without any dipping sauce. Mm. I prefer a burger without mayo or any sort of special sauce. I even eat salads without dressing. I feel like sauces just ruin the actual flavor of the food and make a mess out of it. Please tell me I'm not the only one. My And then they, they edited it after and they said, my exceptions are pasta sauce and sweet sauces on sweet food, chocolate syrup, maple syrup, honey slash jam. Um, here's the thing. I've never seen someone be so wrong, unfortunately, because this is, and this is actually funny. I, I ended up getting McDonald's last week for the first time in a really, really long time because I was starving after work one night and it was 
I got chicken nuggets and I eat their chicken nuggets with sweet and sour sauce. And I tried to eat one without the sweet and sour sauce. And it was literally the blandest food I've ever tasted in my entire life. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting because it's McDonald's. But like, I know that there's people that don't like, you know, ketchup or mustard or whatever it is. But the thing like, I really am confused because you said that you don't like dressing on salads. How? How do you eat a salad with no dressing on it? That's scary. Because of that, like, that's just a bowl of raw vegetables. How can you eat a bowl of raw vegetables with nothing on it? That is bizarre, objectively. Like, that's not even my opinion. That's just a fact, unfortunately. But, yeah, I don't, I just, this is all around, this is an unpopular opinion and it should remain unpopular because I think you should be checked out by a doctor. And that's dramatic and that's too far, but I said it. And I kind of, I kind of stand by it, unfortunately, because there's, they just make everything better. They just enhance things. And in certain situations, I will say like when people add hot sauce to everything or people add ketchup to everything, it's like, come on, like these are good foods that you're kind of ruining by adding sauce to. But this person eating salad without it, eating chicken nuggets, like you need something. You need something, a burger without anything on it. That is so weird to me. I, I, I hate that. Okay. Um, this one says Gal Gadot is average looking. Okay. At best, it says. So taste differs. I get this. But she's constantly pushed by the media as some kind of sex sex symbol. But she's just an average woman. You wouldn't bat an eye if you saw her on the street and she wasn't famous. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I think, I genuinely think Gal Gadot is like one of the prettiest people ever. Um, but this brings up a very interesting point, And that is my gas station test that I like to do frequently on celebrities. I typically end up doing them on, on celebrities that are men, but the gas station test is essentially, if you saw a famous person like a Justin Bieber, for example, and you didn't know he was famous and you just saw him at the gas station, like your local gas station, walking in, buying a slushy or something, wouldn't you think wow, that man is nothing to write home about. Like Justin Bieber, come on. I think also it works really well for Justin Bieber because he weirdly like radiates gas station energy, unfortunately, on his own. Um, So in that situation, it's like a little bit different because it's like you already are a gas station as a, you are a gas station as a person. But like if you saw Gal Gadot at a gas station, you would still be like, she's really pretty. Like that's a really pretty person. And the point of the gas station test is like, you know, because we see so many pictures of celebrities on, you know, the red carpet wearing dress to the nines and like tuxes and dresses and ball gowns and that whole thing. But she, no, she's pretty. I'm looking at pictures of her right now. Like she's really, really pretty. I'm sorry. Is she average looking? I think she is above average looking person. Like I would, if I looked like her, I would be really okay with that actually. Um, they also left a little update on here where it says update. I think her acting is the fucking worst too. So I'm, I'm starting to think that maybe this guy is just like, Ooh, I don't know. Maybe he has a, a little bit of uh, unharbored feelings that he's kind of releasing in another way, but we'll see this one. The guitar solo is usually the worst part of the song. Yes, 100% yes, because if you're in the car and you're listening to a song and then the good, and you're, you're singing along, you're bopping, you're having yourself a day and then all of a sudden it's just a guitar, what do you do? Don't answer that. I know what you do. You start going hey, 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 along to the beat of the song. I know you do that. 
Should I put a warning on that? That was like a jump scare. I'm sorry that I made those sounds. I wish I hadn't. Actually, I immediately regret it. Um, it says there are definitely some exceptions to this, but the vast majority of rock slash metal songs, the guitar solo is almost always over the top and just disturbs the rhythm and the vibe of the rest of the song. I agree. It just completely like breaks it up and it's like, okay, now what? Like people don't listen, no offense, because I do think that this is definitely something that you mainly see in like rock songs, rock and roll, if you're into that, which I am. I guess, I guess. Um, but if, if you listen to those songs, you're listening to it because like the words are catchy. I hate, like, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just being like a vapid, a vapid person, but no, you listen to it for the the lyrics. You wouldn't listen to it with no lyrics. So what, what makes you think that that song needs a two minute long guitar solo? It doesn't, it doesn't at all. Okay. Jeans are uncomfortable and not good everyday pants. Jeans are workwear. They're robust and they're a bit uncomfortable, but most people aren't cowboys or work in a gold mine. Why not wear some cotton chinos in summer or wool pants? Maybe something a different color. Yet everyone seems to wear blue jeans. Boring. Okay, I've actually wondered this too. Is like what like since when? No, that's not how I want to phrase that. Why? have jeans always been just this kind of like staple, like jeans and a t-shirt, you know, like what, like where did that come from? And I agree that jeans are uncomfortable. I personally own a few really comfortable pairs of jeans that I like to wear, but also I feel like it's changed throughout the years and now jeans are sometimes fancy in certain situations. Do you know what I mean? Like, because everyone works from home. Like if my, if my boss ever saw me wearing jeans, I'd be like, that's embarrassing. Why am I wearing jeans in my own home? So it just is kind of, it, I do understand. Like I do, I do think that generally speaking, they're uncomfortable and I, I don't get where it comes from that. They're just like this, like go-to staple. That's it's so random. Why jeans? I agree with that. I think that's strange. Okay. This one. Wired headphones are superior to wireless headphones. This one, immediately no. Immediately no. There's, I'm sorry, there's no world. I I got AirPods probably two years ago probably. And first of all, the like I just use them so often now that I cannot imagine ever going back to wired headphones. I, especially for like being at the gym or working out or going on walks, that is so annoying that it has to be a certain distance length between your phone and your ears. That is not, that doesn't make sense to me anymore. And if I, I think if I ever had to, for whatever reason, go back, I would just like, that would trip me up so much, like trying to like pull my phone too far. Um, I hate that. That is a really, really bad take. Uh, let's see what they said. They said, you can't lose one earbud, earbud without ripping it off. If they fall, you can always grab the wire. They don't run out of battery. You can put the cord inside your clothes if it gets in your way. I'm so sad that phones are no longer supported or no longer support wired earphones. I hope one day society will open their eyes and see the truth. Um, yeah, there's just, I'm sorry. There's just no, there's just no way I could ever get on board with that ever again. Because first of all, the, their main gripe seems to be that you can like lose them easily, which that is true. I like, I will agree with that. But I also feel like I lost my wired headphones all the time too. You just misplace things. People just do that. And the whole, they, they don't run out of battery. I don't even charge my AirPods that much because they charge in their case. 
So I never really, like, I plug them in to actually charge the case, like, very infrequently. That's not an issue for me really at all. And just the amount of freedom you have. Like, I love that I can put a podcast on on my phone and then, like, run around my house doing a bunch of different things. And I don't have to be like, oh, gonna put my phone in my pocket because guess what? Why do I have pockets? I don't have pockets sometimes. That's annoying. That is so annoying. I, I will never agree with that statement anymore. And I used to be like, when AirPods first came out, I was like, I don't even understand that. Like, what is the hype with those? And yeah, never could I go back ever. Okay, this one says commute time should be paid for. If I'm driving or getting to work, that time should be paid for by the company. It's not my free time and it's not time working me doing anything else but traveling to the work site. I agree with that, especially if you have like a super long commute because that is crazy because then it's like if you work an eight-hour day, then it's really a 10-hour day because if you have to leave an hour before to get to work and then you don't get home until an hour after, that's that's 10 hours of your day that you can't do anything else but work and drive. So I fully agree with that statement. I think that that makes a lot of sense because if your salary is based off of you working eight hours a day, but really you're working an additional two hours every single day, that's crazy. That is actually crazy. I think you should be paid for that time as well. Okay. Getting mad at us for leaving the toilet seat up is stupid. Immediately, my thoughts here are, uh, no, it's, no, they're not. <laughs> no, that's not true. Okay, let's see. So this is obviously written by a man. Let's see what he has to say. We go to the bathroom, lift up the seat, piss, which we're not going to say that. We're not going to say that here, sir. We go to the bathroom, lift up the seat, pee, put it back down, or we get the, oh, you left the toilet seat up again. Look, if I have to, first, immediately no. He goes, look. Shut up. Look, if I have to lift it up and put it back down, you sure can pay attention and just put it back down when you go to the bathroom. Uh, no. What? No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. My new solution, if I have to piss, I lift the seat up, piss, wash my hands, and leave. I hate that he's saying this word so much. If you have to pee, put the toilet seat down, pee, wash your hands, and leave. This way it's equal Oh, now they're worried about equality. Oh, I should have known. I should have known. Now they're like, you want equal rights? Here you go, bitch. Really? Fuck off. Okay. Um, that way it's equal and there's not anyone getting annoyed about it. No, I'm still annoyed. I'm still annoyed. What do you mean? I'm still getting annoyed about it. Because here's the thing. Why should, why should the woman have to do half of the work? She doesn't require that. She does not require that. You have to lift it up. And also the way that you are creating this entire equation of like, this is the wage, just put the seat down. Just put the seat, like in the entire time that you've been writing up this post and you've been coming up with the new solution, just shut the fuck up and put the seat down. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. And you're the one that has to put it up. That way it's equal. No, it's not equal. You're the one that has, like, is it really? Oh, this is like making me stupidly mad. Is this ridiculous? No, it's not. It's justified. Because what is this? He wants there to be equal work in putting this toilet seat back down from him having to pee? Do you hear yourself? Oh my, oh my God. I hate him. He's the worst. That's such a weird point to try. Ew, I hate him. Okay. This one says drinking is pointless if you're not getting drunk. 
Okay, I'm sure many might disagree since everyone reacts differently to alcohol or drugs, but I don't see the point in drinking if you're not going to get drunk slash tipsy. Alcohol is not good for you, so if I'm going to drink, which I only do one to two times a month at most, I'm going to at least catch a buzz and make it worth it. If I go out and have one to two drinks with dinner or something, I feel sober, but there's a 50% chance I'm going to have a headache in the morning anyways. At that point, I might as well get one more and feel something out of it. Okay, I weirdly understand what he's saying um, because... Because um, alcohol, generally speaking, doesn't taste good. So for you to just like go out to dinner and get a drink, just one drink, what is the point of that? It's just either it's a status thing, either it's like you want to look cool, you want to take a picture with it, which is those are fine reasons. If that's if that's the case, that's fine. But I kind of agree with I, I understand the premise of what this person's saying. Be, and also the whole thing is like of like, oh, well, if I'm going to have one, I'm probably going to have a head, hand. Uh, I was trying to say headache and hangover at the same time. So it's like you might as well just go hard. Not go hard, but just I understand. Just feel something because if not, it's like what? Like then I would then just get a Shirley Temple. Like, you know what I mean? There's no point. Or just get a water. I understand that. I think that's 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 valid. Adults are far more stupid than I had anticipated as a child. This is so true. I have been saying this for so long that, well, so many things about how I remember being like a certain age and, you know, I knew someone who was like 20 and I was like, oh my God, they are just, they have everything so put together. And it's like, then you get to be 20 and you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, I have no idea what's going on ever. So there's that concept of it, but something else that... I maybe, maybe no one can relate to this, but this is something I've noticed so many times is I feel like adults are so much more awkward than I thought that they were. And what I mean by this is mostly like in conversation. Like I remember when I was little and I would go to my mom's work and I would be talking to, you know, her coworkers. And it's always like when you're a kid, you don't know what to say. So you're just like, good. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Unless you're like a super extroverted child, which some people are, but I know I would always just be like so awkward and like clam up and I wouldn't know what to say to adults that I like didn't really know. So they'd be like, oh, how's school? And I'm like, good. And that's it, right? Because when you're little, you expect that the adults will lead the conversation and you can kind of count on that for them to be like, oh, so who's your teacher? Like, what's your favorite subject? Like, what are you, you know what I mean? Like, what sports are you doing? You can always kind of count on adults to lead the charge in those situations when you're a kid. And then when you get older, I've realized how often adults are actually so awkward and they're bad at conversations, conversing. That was the word I was looking for. They're bad at conversing. Like I've had this happen so many times where I will see people out in public, just like random adults that I know, like not well, but I like, I'm like, I should say hi to them and I'll talk to them. And then it's like, you're like, oh, hi, how are you? Good. How are you? And then it's like, so what are you doing here? And then after that, the conversation just like dies out. And I think it's weird because there's always that like subtle, I feel like expectation of like, they'll carry the conversation. Like they'll ask you the next question and it'll just kind of work. And that's not how it works anymore. And I feel like I found myself in so many situations where I'm like, this is awkward. Like, why is this adult person that I've known for so long being so weird? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just like emanating this awkward energy, but 
I don't know. All right, let's see what this person said. Okay, when I was young, I was interested in science and tech and stuff, and all my classmates used to just laugh at each other's farts, so I got bored of them. I used to dream of becoming an adult and being able to talk to people about philosophy and politics and science, and I thought adults were a more elite class who were higher in social standing and ranking than us kids. When I reached my late 20s, I realized that most adults are just fatter, uglier kids. <laughs> Love that. Um, like, they're morons. <laughs> they still don't know anything. Many haven't have never even read a book. They're dumb as fuck, to be honest. Fumbling around, doing everything wrong. The average adult in the street is way dumber than the most idiotic kid in school. At least a kid has potential. Something seems to take place around 40 where you just become a drone who goes through the motions of having with zero self-determination. If you use a word bigger than two syllables, they glaze over and lose train of thought. What the hell is up with people? I, I know what they mean. I know what they mean. And also there's this weird, when we're talking about just general like intelligence, like when you're in, when you're a kid, you're actively learning all the time, right? When you're an adult, you don't do that at all. And I think that's like really sad. And be, and I think it's, it's even more sad because at that point, like you have, you know what your interests are. So you can, you can make the choice to actively continue to learn about things that interest you, but we just don't because people get busy and they, you know, have jobs and they don't have time to learn more, but kids are learning all the time. And like in that sense, they definitely are smarter than adults on like, you know, basic geography and and world history and science and things like that because we haven't learned these things in years. But it is just I, yeah, I relate to that. I think that's that's valid, in my opinion. Um, chess should not have separate women's tournaments and titles. I didn't realize that this was a thing. And when I saw that, I was like, literally, for what? I'm sorry, for what? Um, so this it says, chess is a game of memorization, pattern recognition, and prediction. Having separate tournaments of titles for women makes it seem like men and women have different baselines when it comes to chess. I understand that there are more male players than female players, but being a minority of the player base should not give you special privileges and distinctions. Um, edit to clear up some of the confusion. There's no men's only tournaments or titles. There are tournaments and titles for everyone. And then there are tournaments and titles that are for women only. Yeah, that is uh, inherently sexist because it's it's saying that like, oh, this is going to be too hard for the women. So we'll, we'll put them in a separate one just in case in case they don't want to be around the big smart men. Um, I hate that. I agree with the statement because that's really stupid that that exists. That is really stupid that it like, especially if there's no men's only tournaments. So you're not even actually breaking it up by gender. You know what I mean? They could opt into those, but they, they're also like, yeah, but if you don't want, if you want to take the easier route, you can like, ew, I hate that. Um, this was an interesting one. Graveyards should not exist and are a waste of space. Everybody who dies should be cremated. Graveyards are a waste of space and people should be remembered with stories, paintings, photos, etc. of when they were all alive and happy, not where their rotting corpse lies. The space taken up by graveyards around the world could instead be, could be used instead. Um, okay, they wrote that one. That's why it could be used by amazing parks, public spaces, etc. for new memories to be made by new generations. Cremate them all and be done with it. Um, okay, I do agree with this in theory, especially because... I think it's like, it can be really nice if you have a loved one that's like buried in a certain, you know, cemetery and you want to go visit them and it can be like a nice moment and a nice like place to be kind of like sacred, like a sacred, um, memorial space. 
Do you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, my whole my whole gripe with it is I'm like cemeteries I are stupid because then then you'll die eventually, and then no one's gonna visit that that site at that cemetery. So it's like, what is the point of it actually? Why are we? You know what I mean? It's just it kind of is like, huh? Do we need to have them? Because then then it's just a waste of space. But on the contrary to this, I will say the odds that those spaces would be used for things like parks and like really nice, like they wouldn't. They, they would put up an apartment building. They'd put up a condo. They'd put up a McDonald's, you know? So I think we're giving some people a little bit too much credit. But I do agree in theory that like, especially because I, I only know the ones in, in my town, in my area, so it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you put together all of the cemeteries in the world, like that is a lot of space. That is a lot of space. But I don't know. I feel like I I feel like honestly, uh, cremating people is more popular now. Is that a thing? Is it trendy to cremate people? I don't know. But I feel like that's probably less common to bury someone now. I don't know. I'm guessing. Okay. Um, I love it when my microwaved food is cold in the middle. That you deserve jail time. I always hear people talking about how gross it is when that happens, but I personally don't mind it. It adds a bit of texture. Uh, no. And I think it makes makes the food feel more fancy? No. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm a psychopath for thinking like this. You are. But for thinking foods like microwaved oatmeal and breakfast burritos. Wait, those foods are like frozen. Is that what you're saying? Like frozen or like act- I was thinking of like um, when you heat up like leftovers, like a leftover slice of pizza or something, and then it's like cold in the middle. I hate that. But that's even weirder because you're heating up a breakfast burrito. Is it frozen? That's so gross. That's even weirder. But no one, okay, this is an issue I've been having for years. I don't know why I'm deciding to talk about it now, but it's about microwaving your food. You know, when you get a bowl from like Chipotle or something and it's, it is hot, right? Because it has like rice and you know, chicken or whatever, and all of those like hot items. But then it also has like on mine, I get like sour cream and salsa and, you know, lettuce and cheese. And obviously those things are cold. So when you reheat a like a Chipotle burrito bowl, what, how do you do that? Because I don't want hot lettuce. You just can't, you can never do it right. And that's so annoying and so sad, but that's really besides the point. This person is absolutely a psychopath. That's pretty much all I have to say on the topic, unfortunately. Um, all right. Every company should automatically give everyone a day off for their birthday. I agree. Immediately, I agree. But it says, it's just one day, for Christ's sakes. I'm absolutely peeved when I see people come to work with their cubicle, their cubicles all decorated with decor from Walmart and a bag of Swedish fish for their birthday. Woo, now get back to work and slave away. Nah, fuck that. Let them have a day off and enjoy time from work. Let them enjoy time with their friends, family, video games, anything other than work. I often hear people say, it's my birthday tomorrow, but I have to work. Or someone says, hey, what are you doing for, the, for your birthday? And they respond, oh, I'm not sure yet. Just work. Uh, let's help people have the magic of their birthdays back. I agree with that. Because birthdays get so sad when you get older. And I think if you did enough to work on your birthday and you could actually do something that you like doing instead that would be a lot more fun. But the other thing that's sad is like, if I say, if I got my birthday off, no one else would have my birthday off. Do you know what I mean? My whole family would still have to work. My friends would still have to work. So 
don't get me wrong. I would take a day off from work. Don't get me wrong. But in like, it's one of those things where like in theory, it sounds so nice because you're like, and then I could do all these amazing things. But like, could you, do you know what I mean? But I definitely think it like, it's not like it's going to cost companies anything to give you one day off for your birthday. You know what I mean? And it is sad when people have to like do all these things. It's just sad. It is, it is. And it makes like birthdays are so, they just get so sad when you're older because it's like, you just don't do as many things. You don't have a big party. You don't do all, you know what I mean? So I feel like that could make it better. I I'm in favor of that. This one's unhinged. Okay. We need to acknowledge ugly people exist rather than saying things like all people are beautiful. Um, okay. Ugly people exist and usually they know they're ugly as do average people. Fake platitudes about how certain people are beautiful in their own special way. Don't really benefit anyone. The goal should be to make it okay to be ugly and proud of yourself regardless and to treat ugly people with the same kindness and respect as beautiful average or average people rather than whatever it is we're currently doing. On the contrary, it's degrading in the same way special needs is degrading. Okay. Um, Okay, so I there's a few things here because I understand overall what they're saying, but at the same time, I don't think it would... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this because they want to make it okay to be ugly. I, like, I get, I get what they're saying, but at the same time, it's like... Uh, like, I, generally, I genuinely do think that everyone is beautiful in some way, shape, or form. I'm just, like, completely going against this, but, like, it is true. Everyone is someone's cup of tea. You know what I mean? Like even, I, I just think that that's such a, a sad way to look at things. Do you know what I'm saying? Am I, I don't know, but I think that, I think that's sad because that's just saying that people aren't like stereotypically pretty and that's, that doesn't mean anything really, you know, that doesn't mean that people are ugly. I don't know. I hate that actually. So. Okay, therapy is not an accessible or helpful option to many people. And Reddit seems to think it's the perfect solution to every problem. Um, I've been to therapy, wasn't covered by my health insurance, didn't help me in any way, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so they give all this. I, I agree. Therapy is not accessible at all. Um, I think it should be accessible, obviously. I think everyone should have access to some sort of mental health resources. Um, and... It, it obviously doesn't help everyone. So it's, it isn't, it isn't like this, like one stop, like perfect solution that'll just like cure all of your problems. And also I think a big misconception with therapy is that you just go to a therapist and like your therapist tells you what to do and you're cured. And that doesn't happen at all ever. Um, I've, I've had two therapists in my life and, um, I mean the one that I have now, I've been seeing her for like three years now and never once has she ever told me what to do. So I think that's a really big misconception is that like you go to therapy and you talk and then it's like, oh, all right, well, I'm healed. And that's not real because it involves so much more of like you have to do the work too. Just something to consider because I think a lot of people think that like, oh, great, I'll just go pay this person once a week and then bada bing, bada boom, I'm done. And that's not real. But it also isn't accessible to everyone and it can be really unfair to just be like oh have you tried therapy and it's like no some people don't have the money for therapy a lot of health insurances don't cover it and even if they do cover it you still have to pay out of pocket 
this is obviously clearly <laughs> clearly you guys know what country I'm reporting live from, but it's sad. Um, the first 10 to 15 minutes minutes of Pixar's Up is the only reason why it was so beloved. The rest of the movie wasn't a quote-unquote masterpiece. I love this because they also put spoiler alert next to it as if people haven't seen this movie from 2009 and like they're still going to go out and see it and be pissed that this was spoiled. Um, I agree with this statement wholeheartedly. I actually don't remember what happens in the rest of the movie. We only remember Ellie. That's all we remember. And that's, you know, they painted a picture. They got us all in. Like they roped us in. They did a really good job at that. And for that, like I have to give them props. You know what I mean? But still, what, what, what is that? All right. Um, fuck acronyms and their excessive use these days. You read the title. Fuck acronyms. Why does everyone assume everyone else knows what the fuck they're talking about by using these random acronyms? I agree with that. I agree with that. It doesn't save that much time and it's so fucking annoying. And if you're going to use an acronym, use it. Then in parentheses, say what it means. For example, F-A. Fuck acronyms. <laughs> like, I, I agree with that because there are so many that I always have to go and look up because I can't, I can't, I don't know what it means. And I just like cannot comprehend. Or there's sometimes where I will just stare at it for so long trying to wrap my brain around what it could be because I have like too much pride to go and look it up because I'm like, does this mean I'm old? Does this mean I'm elderly because I don't know what these random acronyms mean? Um, either way, it ends up in me having to look it up, which is not a time saver. But I don't think objectively they're bad. So I don't know. There is just a lot of them. I will say that. Teenagers are more polite and respectful than adult customers. You already know I agree with this. You already know. You already know. My days in retail. I agree with this. I agree with this wholeheartedly. For the most part. For the most part. I agree with this. Obviously, because obviously, you know, people are going to be rude. And their age doesn't matter. They're just going to be rude. But I think generally speaking, teenagers are more polite. And generally speaking, when I have, when there's like Karens or, or like older people that are just being so fucking rude, it's their kids that are like, mom, stop. You're being so embarrassing and so annoying. Like, you know what I mean? Kids have that self-awareness to be like, what, like, what is going on? Why are you going off for no reason? So yeah, teenagers are by far more polite than, than adults. All chihuahuas are damn ugly. I don't care anymore. I hate chihuahuas. They're so small and stupid looking. It pisses me off to no end. I've known a lot of people who have owned one and I hated every single one of them. Okay, that's fair. I don't think chihuahuas are that cute. I would never have a chihuahua. I like, I agree with that statement. I think something we need to do as a society, and this is going to rub people the wrong way. I love dogs, right? I've, I have a dog. I've had a dog my whole life, right? Love them. If I see a dog in the street, I'm like, that's a, that's a cute dog. I'm going to want to go say hi to the dog. But uh, not all dogs are really cute. They're all, you know, do you know what I mean? Like there's this one girl, there's this one girl who I knew in college and she had this fugly dog and she would not stop posting about it. And it was just like kind of awkward because I know that everyone thought the same thing. Everyone was like, hmm, okay, like, is that your dog? Like, really? I don't know. So some people, I think people need to stop thinking so much that people, other people care about their dogs. That's just a generalization, but it's so true. Like, unless I know you and your dog, cause like my best friend's dogs, I'm like, oh my God, they're so cute. And I, I, I believe that fully, 
But, like, random people just constantly posting things about, like, uh, I don't know. Read the room a little bit. Read the room a little bit. Okay. This one is unhinged. I like the little mustard slash ketchup water that squirts out of the hole before you squirt on your food. No. With peace and love, no. I don't, I don't want to say that would ruin my day if it happens, but it does kind of sometimes it ruins my day. So that is gross. And then, then it says, usually if I'm eating a hot dog or a burger, the water just soaks up into the bread and it gives it a fuller taste. It's what, so it's never been a problem for me. There's a difference between it never being a problem for you, like you're indifferent to it. But what you say in the title is, I like that water. That's weird. It's weird to take it that far because at that point, what's, what is the statement that you're trying to make? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Let's see. A nine to five schedule is not a good schedule. I believe seven to three is the most optimal schedule. This is actually something I've been wondering since now I know that I have, I have lovely, um, listeners that live in Europe and other parts of the world besides the United States of America, which is where I reside. I am wondering what the typical schedule is in other countries because I know that other countries, you know, do things differently um, and and for good reason. But I am trying to think, like, I agree, nine to five is a terrible schedule. Um, Let's see what this person said. For some reason, nine to five schedule is seen as the best work schedule that a person can have. I believe seven to three is better because you, while you still wake up early, you end your day earlier and have most of the afternoon free. You can also give yourself more time to have a second job if you want to. It can also give you time to go back home and nap and then do something else in the evening. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. I personally am a person, I'm personally a person who I have a lot of energy in the morning. Like I get up, I go to the gym, I like to get my day started. And most of that is because I know from personal experience that I get, I have like no energy. After like two o'clock in the afternoon, I start fading and fading fast. Um, and so because of that, I like I would love to work a seven to three because then it's so true. At three o'clock, especially like in the summer when it's nice out, obviously it's it's different with daylight savings because with daylight savings, like where I am, it gets dark at literally four o'clock. Um, and cause I technically, we technically should be in a different time zone. Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. But, um, yeah, when it's like three o'clock in the summer and it doesn't get dark out until like eight 30, that is so much time you have to go and like do literally anything. So I fully agree with that. And I'm a morning person. So like having to work at seven would not be an issue for me, but that's, that's just me. Um, but there's also like not a lot that you can get done bef- in between when you wake up and not like if you're a normal person, cause I wake up really early, like I said, to go to the gym, to have breakfast, to like do all these things. And I don't, I don't know. I, I just feel like there, you, you can't get a lot done before nine, but you can get a lot done after three. So food for thought. People who don't eat bread crust are the society's weakest link. I agree. If you don't like bread crusts, you were taught not to. No baby popped out of the womb, ready to hate the slightly browner edge on the slice of bread. Pickiness is a learned trait, and if you don't like the crust, your children will grow up even weaker than you already are. 
Pickiness breeds discontentment, lowers your adaptability by forcing reliance on fewer foods, and will ultimately be the demise of Western society. This is taking a really aggressive turn. By not eating that crust, you are missing out on key nutrients. That cannot be true. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I, I agree with you up until that. You're not missing out on key nutrients. And falling your... Oh, failing your great-great-grandmother who survived two world wars and the Great Depression to give you access to that Wonder Bread with its delightfully soft crust. Okay, so they're kidding. Um, I agree. I agree. Is there another? I feel like I had another one in here about picky eaters, but picky eaters, I don't know. Most of them, and I'm. it's, it's weird because sometimes I feel like I'm considered a picky eater because I don't like a lot of fish. I don't like fish. Um, and people think that that's like really picky, but there's a lot of, I don't like mushrooms, but that's really it. I feel like for me, I will, I will eat pretty much anything else, but yeah, there's nothing worse than someone who's, this has nothing to do with bird crust, but like someone who's 25 eating chicken nuggets at like a nice restaurant. I will never get over that. I think like, come on, come on. Okay. This one is actually funny because it goes directly against one that we talked about earlier which was the jeans one where the guy was saying that jeans or the woman was saying that jeans are not comfortable. This one says sleeping in jeans is comfortable. I've seen people say that wearing jeans to sleep is weird and uncomfortable, but I honestly think it's better than actual, than wearing actual pajama pants to bed. I wear jeans to sleep almost every night and it's great. See, this is strange. This is strange. I could never do that. And at first when I first saw this, I thought it was going to be like, oh, sometimes I'll nap in jeans. You know what I mean? Like, especially I feel like I, I, I'm guilty of doing that at one point or another, like in college, if I was wearing jeans and then I like go back to my room and I'm like laying in bed and I just kind of fall asleep. But I like didn't change out of jeans because I like still had something later that, do you know what I mean? So I feel like I've definitely done that before. I wouldn't say it's comfortable, but it's not like, like I've been able to do it. Like, you know what I mean? It's not the worst thing in the world. But this one is interesting because they're saying that they literally will put jeans on to go to bed every night. That is chaotic. And I'm curious as to what it is about the jeans that you like. Do you like that it's like a tighter pant? Because I'm thinking of the things that I wear to bed. I wear, well, first of all, I wear shorts to bed. I don't wear pants to begin with. So that would immediately be a no for me. But like, is it the heaviness of it? Because in that case, get away to blanket. You know what I mean? I don't understand that at all. Um, I just feel like it's so much more, like just in general, to be wearing something like super baggy and light to bed. Like I wear like shorts and like a t-shirt, like a giant t-shirt. That's like the most comfortable thing to wear to bed, in my opinion. (coughs) Okay. Buttered popcorn with ketchup is far superior over all snacks in existence. Did you guys hear that? (laughs) Did you guys hear that? Buttered popcorn... Okay. With ketchup. No, I'm sorry, but immediately no. Uh, let's see. Let's see what it says. Yeah, that's right. I said it. I've been lurking on Reddit for far too long and always hid my guilty pleasure, but today I come out of the closet. Buttered popcorn drizzled with ketchup is absolutely delicious and surpasses not only all popcorn types, but all snacks. Caramel popcorn, forget about it. Fruit snacks, disgusting. Barbecue flavored chips, average at best. Show me the aisle in the grocery store with the popcorn and the Heinz ketchup and I'll be there. That is so weird. Also, whenever people have these like weird food combinations, I'm like, how did you think, like, how did you get to this point? 
Like why ever, why ever were you sitting down with like a bag of popcorn and you're like, you know, it would be fucking fire on this ketchup. I've just never been in that situation. And I'm glad, I'm glad I've never had those, those urges to go and try something as weird as that because no thanks. All right. This one says women and men look uglier after plastic surgery, especially after lip jobs, nose jobs, and boob jobs. Okay. I think, I don't think that that's a statement that can be made one way or another because it's obviously all personal preference anyways. Like you can think that some people look uglier after surgery and some people don't look like some people prettier. Like that's obviously completely subjective, but uh, the part, the part that got me all this one was they said they just look so much worse than what they than what they did before, especially lip jobs. Most men hate lip jobs. It's really not appealing and very ugly. Um, that part like got me because it's like God, get over yourself. And also, it, I think it just the the general consensus I would say is people who get plastic surgery are doing it because they either have an insecurity or something that they want to fix or change about themselves. Not fix. They don't want to fix it. They're fine the way they are. But do you know what I mean? They want, they see a problem in their eyes and they're like, I want to, I just want to fix this because it'll make me feel better. And I think it's, it's weird to be like, well, she looks so much uglier after that because it's like, oh, it's not, first of all, it's like not your place to say anything ever on anyone's appearance. But like, I don't know. I just think that's a, that's a bad take. That's a bad take. Okay. More men's restrooms need changing tables. Fathers are parents too. Yes. Say it with me. What is this? Inherent sexism because women should be the ones that are taking care of their kids. Why would men ever do that? That's insane. Women are the, women are the caregivers. They're the ones that have to change the baby's diapers. That is so stupid. That is literally so stupid. It literally takes two people to make a baby. Like, get your shit together. Why is there, why isn't that a thing? I don't understand that. I also hate when people say that, like, their husband is babysitting their children. No, he's their father. And I hate, like, I think they talked about this actually on what we said, which is, like, my favorite podcast of all time. And, um... I think they were, yeah, they were talking about it. And Chelsea was saying that she hates that people are always like, oh, like Nick is such a good father. Like, oh my, like, look at him playing with like, oh, and it's always like the bare minimum. It's always the bare minimum. Like, it's not like, and she's like, obviously he's a great father, but it's, it's the fact that like, that's what gets noticed by people is, you know, the dad being present and like a a big part of the kid's life. And I think that that is so stupid. Um, because really it's just like putting women down in a much grander sense. This one says people who say cha-cha-cha while singing happy birthday are annoying and suck. Uh, I gotta agree with that. I gotta agree with that. Like unless you're like six, then it's annoying. Happy birthday is already an annoying enough song. But when you have some overenthusiastic dork in the corner, stop. Trying to get everyone even more hyped by saying cha-cha-cha after every stanza makes it so much worse. No one wants to hear that. No one is joining in with you. So kindly stop. That's fair. I'd say that's fair. Fast food is becoming way too expensive. This is so true. And I feel like this has been happening. I mean, this has probably always been happening because high inflation, but, um, this, I feel like over the last like four years, maybe I've like really noticed it. And 
It is. It actually is really crazy. I feel like I especially noticed it with like McDonald's just because McDonald's I feel like was such like a go-to cheap one. Like obviously Chick-fil-A has always been more expensive. I feel like at Taco Bell there's been things that are more expensive just because, you know, it's like it's, I don't know, things are different there. But at McDonald's, like there used to be all these like classic things that you could get for so cheap and now it's like really, really expensive. Um, what does it say? Whenever we want to get a bite to eat, even if it's in the midst of a rush, we just order from a restaurant and pick it up. Fast food prices have gone up to the point where I'd rather go get a plate from a decent restaurant for 10 to $12 than pay $8 for a burgo combo meal. Why even bother with fast food at all now? All they have left is the convenience, which that's true. And they're just capitalizing on that. But, and even that is being robbed from them by just calling in and picking up an order. That is so true. Actually, I wonder what that looks like to be like a McDonald's because now it's literally just as easy to go like pick up a Chipotle order or which is obviously that's like fast casual, but it's not entirely fast food or so many places that over the pandemic, like even smaller businesses that weren't doing, you know, as many takeout orders and things like that, that it's just gotten so much easier especially from, like I said, places like Chipotle and like Kava and Be Good, where you can place the order online and like get it in 10 minutes because that does take away the convenience factor of it too, I feel. It's, it is crazy. And it's not, it's like never worth the price. You know what I mean? Like whatever their prices were in 2005, like they probably should have just stuck with that quality wise, but, but it's not like the food's gotten drastically better at all. So not worth it. Not approved by me. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, this fun little Friday episode, the odds that I will have an episode out on Monday. Uh, who's to say, who's to say I'm sad. Cause I had these two other topics that I wanted to talk about that were from Reddit that I was hoping to like pull, pull things from. And both of them, I like probably the two of them together could be a full episode, but both of them are like half episodes right now. And I'm like at a loss because I simply cannot find anything else for it. So that's really sad because they're good ideas. I just cannot find the content. So hate that. But um, all right. I will talk to you guys next week, hopefully. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. Follow the podcast on Instagram at parchcarcombos.pod. And I will see you then. Bye.